Hey, what's going on, y'all? Bison here. Just uh, wanted to jump in before the episode. Give a quick disclaimer. As usual, this is not financial advice. Please do your own research. None of what we are talking about in this episode should be construed as financial advice. Please consult your financial advisor. You know, the one with an actual certification and everything. We're just bozos trading JPEGs on the internet. We are talking to Max from Soul Sniper today, formerly known as Soul Sniper, now Sniper, about everything that is going on with sniper and i think this is more monumental than people realize this is just coming from me as a personal user of sniper since way back in the day it has just helped me tremendously in my trading game so hopefully this episode works for you if you want to the best way to watch this is actually going to be on youtube because we do go through some demos and we actually have some screens up so please go to youtube if you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe. If you're a listener of the podcast, we do greatly appreciate it. It helps grow the YouTube channel, which is definitely where lots of people go. So you can come join in on the live chat. Make sure you subscribe. And if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review on Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening. And thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you guys tremendously. You guys are the reason we show up every Tuesday, Thursday to record this. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. All right. All right. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are in the world. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades over on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of Rare Fud Radio. Uh, we missed you guys. We missed you guys. We hope you had a fantastic 4th of July if you were celebrating, otherwise known as America's the best day. And uh, yeah, just happy to be here. We're jumping into it today with Max from Sniper formerly known as Soul Sniper, but good friend of ours. We met him multiple times. I talk with Max all the time, but jumping on today to talk about Sniper and what they got cooking up, they rebranded. They got a club now. If you haven't used their Sniper bot before, it's like one of my favorite things in the world, being able to snipe anything that hits the market that is a rare trait that maybe somebody floored or anything like that. It's helped me out multiple times. It's made me you know a lot of money or at least gotten me the collectible or nft that i want so i'm i'm excited i'm excited to talk about everything they got cooking up over there but join with me as always my wonderful co-host my brother in content mr door door how we doing today ma'am yo what's going on dog every day's a holiday happy to be back after america's day you know feeling good i hung out with some uh british friends here in mexico and i didn't let them live it down dog i'm like oh you guys had to work today sucks to be you <laughs> <laughs> no you're good that's uh yeah you have to show them the the scoreboard we kind of had to help them in world war ii as exactly, well you know? i mean like shoot, exactly they owe us you know at this yeah, they point do. they do and then we we got the numbers on them but uh yeah i'm excited to jump into it today and of course we got our other wonderful co-hosts the new omb himself mr joe soul joe how we living america 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 you'd love to see it <laughs> um okay i'm back anyways yeah boys uh it was a nice week off i hope you guys enjoyed your fourth as well enjoyed our time away from the screens Excited yeah, to jump into it with Max today, but before we do, you know we got to jump into what's going on in the market. Um, there's a news flash for you. I can summarize it very quickly for you. Nothing. Ain't nothing's really going on in the market right now. Um, you know, it's kind of sad to me, and I, I, I'm not sure why, but we've had a lot of good mints lately. You know, we had Bodago's um, Bad Environment, uh, SMB, obviously, and most of them didn't really do as well as I thought they were going to. And we can jump into it. Now, I think some of these are more of like a slow cook. I think there was misinformation with Bad Environment. I think yeah. there was, um, you know, Bodagos. I think a lot of people were expecting something out of the gates with them. Um, and, you know, we're just soul people, soul MFers that people just don't give people the time and space. No, not at all, dog. Um, it's like every two seconds. It's like if you're not constantly launching something to pump bags, people, people on Soul start flooring. And it's really unfortunate because uh, now that I have a little exposure to other chains, uh, specifically OMB, it's a completely different in environment where people are more bullish the less time the ZK talks. <laughs> the yeah. less ZK talks, the more people get and the more they want to buy. <laughs> yeah, well, and we, we'll definitely talk about OMB too because that's the other one that did well, 
it did really well. And then, you know, cooked all the way up to what 0.45 or something like that. Yeah. And then yeah. um, is now retracing. Mm -hmm. I, I want one. I want one really badly. I know Joe's going for a second. Um, you know, I, I know Doors got his bags already packed because he's smart and gigabrain, and this is why you listen to the show. But um, you know, over on the soul side of things, it's just it's kind of meh. I mean, it's not like bad or anything like that. I don't think it's I don't think it's terrible, but it's just like one of those points in the market. We're just all bored, dude. Like we went we ran up to what according to Soul Sniper. If everybody wants to follow him with us or anything like that, um, looking at the buyer side of things thank you I had to scroll down um we ran up at the end of june to like five thousand buyers it started looking good 5500 buyers and now we're kind of getting to the point again where it feels like buyers are exhausted um yep. you know we had we had a good amount on july 1st at 4400 and then we're now looking at it july 6th we have 2972 buyers you know and, and that's that's not great it's not great so when you start seeing that buy pressure come in you're like okay we're gonna we're gonna start having momentum there's the mints to back it up and i think a lot of people are just expecting too much out of people so yep. i don't know i think there will be like a time obviously bodagos it look fading easy at this point yeah, like, let the man cook you know let him do his thing smb performed as expected like yep. right on the money i said 40 soul was going to be yep. about the 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 point if you got in below 40 that's a good point if you got in above 40 that's that'd probably be what i'd sell um i already sold my barrel you know i got it yeah. in pretty cheap i only sold it for a couple sold profit i had I sold because... all four of my barrels what <laughs> <laughs> oh man mr smb himself sold his barrels yeah. but i think that's a i think that's a smart play because yeah. here's here's what's going to happen is you're going to want to go with the post reveal like i i, yeah. I don't think Everybody's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna game it this yep. way. I have not seen any news of an explorer with the the barrel, so I don't know if there's gonna be an explorer. Like you're able to to do the Gen three generations and stuff and kind of see what traits you want. But if I don't see an explorer, there's not gonna be any way for people to measure the game gamification, right? Like, oh, there's still you know like six skellies left, and that's like huge for me. Oh, there's still like 18 aliens left, and you know I'm trying to gun for that. If they can't see what's left to be minted. Um, in a very easy, digestible way. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think yeah, the yeah. barrels are going to be as as much of a cook as as tubes were. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. There could be something, but they're already having to push back the breaking of barrels um, to Friday because there was that suspected, you know, metaplex. You might be able to line up, you know, what barrel is going to yield what monkey, and you know, there's some fud over there. But um, I think I'm just grabbing on secondary. I'll grab one on secondary. I'll grab a floor. I don't care at this point in the market. I don't want rares i don't want rares unless i, I don't I, I don't want to touch them so yeah guys what are your thoughts on the market i mean we can go through all the the numbers and everything like that um you know we're sitting at like forty five thousand solana volume um which not great not great bob but uh yeah it, it's just man right now so what are your guys thoughts on the market where are we going from here let's go with door first and then joe yeah dog i completely agree with your sentiment on um on SMB, dude, I wasn't holding barrels, dog. I got my Gen 2. No point in me holding barrels. Now that I'm bearish on SMB, it's just like, why? What? I don't see, like, I don't need them. If I want a certain monkey, I'll just pick it up after, on secondary, after the whole shenanigans goes on with the barrel breaking. So I don't see any point on holding on to those. I sold my four barrels between 38 and 40, so not the exact top, I don't think, but, you know, close enough to it. And then I rotated that liquidity into Bodogos because those are going to send. I'm like, right now, people are fading easy. I got 20 Bodogos. If it drops more, I'll probably pick up 10 more. But it's hard for me not to see these hitting double digits. And as you hit earlier, B, you're just like, it's the Solana folks, man. Unless something's like immediately released every day, then guess what? The price is not going to pump. Right now, and I think Easy knows what he's doing. Easy knows how to time the market. So as soon as conditions are right, or as soon as Easy feels like he's ready to release something, these are going to send. It's like, once again, Backing solid founders, you can rarely go wrong. It's not rocket science. You just need a little patience. Like for me, I'm down 20 soul for my entry on my Badagos, but it's good because these things are going to sin. <laughs> so I'm not even worried about it. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm I'm right there with you. I Badagos to me, probably the safest play. And I want to knock on wood. And again, this is not financial advice, y'all. Please do your own research. Like we're just bozos trading JPEGs on the internet. 
But Bodogos feels like the safest place to me, mm-hmm. or safest play for me. Yep. I think safer than Barrels, in my opinion. Yeah, I think yeah, I think outside too. I think Barrels will be the most stable play. Yes. With, at that point, like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you just put your money onto a like marinade or something like that? Do some liquid staking, do some yep. liquid staking degen stuff, but yep. um, or just throw it into a validator. But um, I think the thing I'm most excited for because there's so much misinformation out there is actually bad environment. And the reason yeah. being yes. is because <clears throat> we're looking at like what it's like 1.2 soul or something last time I checked for a blue pill. Um, I was lucky. I, I got six pre-sale, which I, I was always going to support light at 1.75 a pop. Like, dude, it's a no brainer. You know what I, I mean? Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, what? I got 20 pre-sale. <laughs> well, I, hopefully you got some golds in there. I got one well, gold. I got three gold. Oh, well there, there you go. Um, but yeah, the golds kind of make up for, for, mm-hmm. um, everything else, but you know, you got, I got two reds and then the rest, like I just put on a floor bid for, for blues at like 1.1 and mm-hmm. you know that got like seven sold into me so mm-hmm. for me it's it's just kind of a no-brainer of like what's my risk here I've, low I've spent, downside yeah it's so mm-hmm. such low downside and i think this is a price point that a lot of people can get excited once it becomes more digestible what the information is but um joe haven't heard from you my man um how's omb life how's how's life in general what are you what are you looking at yeah, man, life, you know, it, they, it, blessings come in, uh, in parables. They teach you lessons, you know, you got to stumble sometimes. I had the pup, you know, some other stuff with the family, but uh, I've had, also had the best month of my life trading in the past awesome. month, believe it or not, in the bear. I've made Buko just uh, by trading Soul, BTC, and ETH and the pairings in between each other. I uh, posted on the timeline for everybody like a week and a half ago that I was going hard um, into Seoul from BTC and ETH longs. Um, and then I doubled down around the second all in the timeline and it's just cooking right now. So I'm blessed to be honest. NFTs, um, I hold what I care about and the people I care about right now. I'm not looking to any, make any type of money in NFTs because just not the type of the market, right? People are forgetting that NFTs are used to be compounded when we have sideways or downwards market movement in the underlying asset. After that, it's hard for them to maintain any really liquidity to make money on because no one's there for it. That liquidity is rushing in to to grasp that compounding effect. But yeah, so it's been a good market. um, And I'm excited to talk to Max about this um, club because this thing is next level. And it can take what I'm talking about to the next level, right? The lack of liquidity and the lack of the the market participants, this can really help that, um, you know, us return to a mean of, uh, of a good stature. So I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I definitely, I, well, I used it. I was what the last time I checked, I was like number four on this Bodago's trading competition, but, um, let's see what I am now. Yeah. I'm still number four. Okay. We're good. Oh, ooh, I got somebody wow. right on my tail, though. Um, but five. yeah, I mean, I mean, like, look, this is this is real rewards. I love that sniper. You know, came in with a game plan, and I I think their way of executing is is different. And I think there's going to be two different ways of of you know executing in this market. And mm-hmm. this is a viable strategy to me. So I I do have questions. So we're definitely going to be talking to them uh, before we do. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? OMB went up to 0.45, retraced back to 0.3. I think this is a clear as day buy. This is, to me, the last dip before. Like, at this point, it's so stupid seeing people fade. Um, ZK, like, it it doesn't make any sense to me. This man has already proved that he can get a collection up to four Bitcoin. Now, I don't think it's going to go to four with, you know, that size of everything. But I've heard some whispers and some rumors uh, that it may not remain as big of a collection as it is right now. And so if that happens, and we know how DGENs like the DGEM, when you see any sort of mechanic that may lessen the supply, then well, I, you know, I wouldn't doubt it. I, I'm just saying I wouldn't doubt it, but I think it's unlikely we're getting back up to like four Bitcoin. I think those are only reserved for red and blues that you know are, are highly sought after. But I digress uh everything else i would be holding eth spot eth is going through its you know over leveraged nft cycle like i don't know if you guys have seen it's yeah. dog water over there <laughs> yo it, it's bad over there your boy picked up a zuki and floored in the zuki real quick <laughs> like sorry azuki elemental man that shit like i was on the space with uh 
listening to them. I'm like, and I started watching the charts at the same time as they were talking. And I'm like, oh no, the more they yeah. talk, the worse those charts got, dog. I like your boys out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, look, it was a, it was a high risk play, but mm-hmm. if you, if it panned out, like yeah. it worked. And I just think, I, I just don't know how they could be so tone deaf over there. Like that yeah. was, you completely missed them. You literally re-released that. And some of them look fire though. I, I gotta yeah. say, I just love the Azuki art in general, but mm-hmm. just because you love your original art, like you did beans, beans were cool. Yeah. Beans were something completely different and stuff, but dude, they could have fixed it with a classy watermark or something that was like, just just there enough well, they're, to, to they're, discern from the two, you know? But it didn't have to go. Like, if they wanted to give you an entry to the Azuki art, like, you love it. Why not have an Azuki PFP? You don't need to change the PFP. But give it a reason. Like, I know they're going for background changes now, but, you know, a little watermark would have been nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I get it. I think they're trying to do something with the backgrounds or, like, you know, I don't know if you guys saw the voting thing, but, like, the, the elementals will have a background, and it may relate to the element that they are. Personally, if I look at that, I'm like, what's the fucking point of the OG collection? You know, like I'm like, the elementals look cooler. Yeah. Um, you gotta Dude, give those them cooler background, in my opinion, man. I was like, man, those backgrounds are sick. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. So, all right, enough talking about ETH. Let ETH be ETH. They're going through their, you know, over leverage cycle. We've been there, we've done that. Let's bring on today's guest. Let's bring on Max from Sniper, formerly known as Soul Sniper, talking about. What was data analytics and charting? And I used it. Look, I am one of the OG Soul Sniper stands. Uh, now completely transformed. Now you can list from there. Now you can place bids from there. They are syndicated. We're going to talk about it all with our guy, Max. Max, welcome to Rare Fun. How you doing today, man? I'm doing great. It's really, uh, it's cool to be here. I'm a big fan of the show. Um, you know, we've all met a couple times, uh, IRL and, you know, uh, you guys are the homies and, you know, love to support you guys and like, uh, really appreciate, uh, everything you guys have done to support us, uh, at Sniper, formerly Soul Sniper. Um, and yeah, I'd love to get into it. How do you guys want to get started? Yeah, let's, well, first off, let's dive into the background. Um, for those that don't know, I, we started Rare FUD on my channel. It used to be on Bison Trades. We did the first episode. I think we did like, what, almost 30? 20 episodes over there or something, something like that, like that. And, and switched over to Rare FUD. But before I was even doing that, I was solo streaming. And then I also did, you know, a few informational videos on NFTs. One of the, the first videos I did was four or three tools you needed for success in Solana NFTs. And I would say that my number one still to this day was Soul Sniper. And I was a stan from the get-go. It's how Salami Mommy and I, now Mommy, you guys just taking soul out of everything, which is fine. I get it. I totally get it. That's why I didn't put it in my name to begin with. Um, but yeah, it's how we got connected. And then, you know, you and I got connected and then the rest of the team got connected. But you guys have always had what I considered just the best insights into the NFT market. And it was, it blew my mind that it was free. And then I found your sniper bot and now you have a club. So Let's talk about the history. Where, when did you guys start Soul Sniper, um, and what features did you have? You know, at the get go, like what what propelled you to say, you know what, we're dropping everything. This is our new baby. Yeah, dude. Um, so it's pretty cool story. I was actually trading uh, Solana NFTs just like everybody else here. Um, it was during like so I got in around November 2021, right? Oh. So I was. Previously, or I was a software engineer at Amazon. Uh, I was kind of bored with my job, and I was like, "I need to, I need to make some more money on the side." Um, and so I couldn't afford Ethereum because it was like a hundred dollars a transaction. And I was like, "Bro, at I, least, I, man, I, you're being generous on those." Yeah, things. back then. I was like, too. I'm in, dog. No way. I was like, "There's no way I have money for that." But I really want to get into NFTs. I heard you can make money. They, it looks really fun and cool. Um, and so that's how I landed on Soul, and I was first trading on like Soul C, and I'd wait like two weeks for my little like Solana football player to sell, um, and then I kind of moved on to Magic Eden, and then um, yeah, this was all kind of happening uh, in the uh, Soul Trades channel. So originally, this was the channel uh, in EZ's uh, Nifty Portal uh discord and we we're just all like degening in there i one of the big ones for me was like necoverse 
Um, yeah. I like like to, to this day, my alarm still says Necoverse because that was one I had to like wake up early for to mint. Um, and then there was this kind of meta where like these like NFTs were like dropping like tools, right? Yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, this is sick. Like, you know, I, I'm going to buy it. Like I'm a software engineer. I love like tools. And like um, what I started realizing was like these were like actually rugs. Like these uh, devs were making like 200K off the mint, right? And then uh, I was like, wait a minute. Like this is actually not that hard um, to build. And so it was like how it's originally started was like it was just kind of a like prove to myself that like this isn't that fucking hard to build like i can do it too um and like like as kind of like a middle finger like i'm just gonna do it for free um and so that was really how it got started um and it was just all it was was it just charted price history right and it was just one of those things where like at the time right trading nfts was it just felt fast on solana but you could never see the price so you'd have to like go ask someone so that's really how we got started uh i pulled an all-nighter on christmas day uh i was like my girlfriend was like come like make christmas dinner with me and i was like nah uh i'm gonna try to build this little app and then we shipped it the next morning and then uh next thing i knew we started getting a lot of users like people actually like bitching every day about like this is wrong this is broken i was like guys this is a fucking free tool that yeah. uh, i made like for shits um but then it was fun enough that i somehow convinced um some of my other friends who were also software engineers at amazon to quit their jobs eventually and to work on this full time with me uh you know we've been uh venture backed and uh yeah we like really enjoy building this uh product and so it's really grown from being kind of this tool um to then in this last year we became an aggregator and we we're doing like thousands of soul of daily volume and then we're like okay like i guess the next step in the evolution is like why not be a marketplace and why not try to kind of innovate really hard on the protocol layer um which is kind of what we've launched over the past two weeks yeah yeah Thanks. Real quick, uh, I thanks for sharing the backstory, Max. It's like if, for those individuals who weren't into NFTs, like during that first wave, dog, it was like unknown without charts. I think Mr. Bot or Mr. Robot or something was like one of the mm -hmm. first things that did charting. And they were far from perfect, but it was like at least it's something, man. And then mm -hmm. I remember when uh, Soul Cyber first came out, man, it just changed the game completely. You're like able to watch Mints live and then look at price history of nft project it was just like mind-blowing man people take charts for uh, for granted uh now but uh yeah dude so i have been using soul cypher for a while now that's awesome yeah, yeah same I, believe me i as soon as i found soul sniper i was like this is um exactly what i want out of mm -hmm. a, a data analytics tool because it wasn't just charts and i i love them you know joe and i are big ta guys we have a lot of people in the NFT community that are, are TA guys. But even if you're not, if you don't believe that TA is, you know, astrology for men, which I hear often these days, uh, it's still like it's good to see price history. Like it's just always good to be like, OK, you can draw a horizontal line and see exactly like this is usually when it sells off or this is usually a good time to buy. If you just do that, you have an infinite amount of edge over the rest of the market uh, that a lot of people just don't realize and you can usually glean that from like what two minutes on a chart maybe if that and so yeah it just made me a much more profitable trader mm -hmm. um and then you guys started coming out with features left and right you know the market overview with the sniper 50 and sniper 500 where i can get a quick at a glance what's the health of the ecosystem how many buyers do we have how many sellers do we have how many you know like what's the volume for today what can we do as far as you know, like looking at the top 50 or the sniper 50 and seeing, okay, what's green on the day? What's red on the day? Do I want to buy some blood today or should I sell while, I'm, while it's high? And I, I get to do all that in five minutes. I can literally look at everything in five minutes. So you guys continue to crush it on the data side, but wait, there's more. You walk me through your sniper bot because that's probably one of my favorite features. And then we'll mm -hmm. get into my other one that I found out afterwards, probably around the time of Lily, but um, walk me through Sniperbot. Like, mm -hmm. you guys offer this where it used to be like, I remember, I cannot remember how many bots that were like 50 soul plus. And this was when soul was like $100 plus. 
and you guys just offered it pretty much for free to anyone who was an OG user and registered mm -hmm. your wallet with you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I'd you want to yeah. display, like actually do a demo, you can do that too. So just give you that. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, really? Um, I think maybe like we could, uh, yeah, maybe I could just talk about it a little bit okay, first. And then just like, put it out. Yeah, 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 for sure. But um, just in terms of like the sniper bot, like part of the inspiration was that like, like basically like when we kind of first came out with charts and then we kind of like started adding like buying, right? Like the way we always kind of saw this market was that it's going to get more efficient, not less efficient. Like if you're trying to like fight against like, market being more efficient you're like you're gonna lose um and so actually like kind of us introducing the sniper bot we didn't brand it as the sniper bot at first we actually called it limit orders because that's what we believed it was mm -hmm. and it was the so we we're actually the first firm to have a uh collection bid basically um on solana um so that not many people know that um but that's really all it was is we made collection offers um, and that was basically, we called it limit orders. And we really liked the idea that, Hey, this will automatically execute against any listing anywhere below, uh, or at that price. And so, uh, from there, we kind of expanded it to a bit more to where like, oh, you can make limit orders in the chart, uh, which is kind of cool. Like, it's like, oh, I see this, uh, support or resistance zone. I want to put a, uh, limit order here. And then, uh, we also expanded it to do traits and rarities so then you could snipe by your trait and you can snipe by uh rarity so it's like oh I, like for our 20 soul i'll buy a badago that's a mythic or whatever mm -hmm. um and then lastly we also added the ability to have like uh like orders that are like one after the other like compound orders so you can actually set a buy price and then you can set an auto relist price and it'll buy it for you at that price and automatically relist it uh, for you at a higher price um, and so that was really where, uh, we were like, you know, really thinking about how can we innovate and how can we like actually take some of what we see in terms of like traditional, uh, finance, um, and like crypto and like actually translate that to the NFT market. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great too. You guys were the first ones with collection bids and it's like, I I'm telling you, I, I told everybody in the video, you can, I have receipts of it. That if you're not using soul sniper. And it's not just for charts. There's so many other features that you guys have that mm -hmm. just made my life infinitely easier. You guys kind of moved the market too. Like it was once you guys did that, everybody else started catching on where it's like, oh, well, mm -hmm. we kind of need collection bids as well. And mm -hmm. um, I, a lot of people had had issues with AMMs at first. You know, we had Haiti Swap come in, especially with the advent of Yaw and 0% royalties where mm -hmm. people were frustrated. And it was mainly because Soul was going down. We were mm -hmm. losing liquidity. And people wanted to point fingers at like stuff like collection bids. And I'm like, okay, well, let's separate out AMMs and collection bids because completely I think different things, man. Yeah. I, I think that is completely, especially when uh, originally there were some AMM pools that didn't have like a Delta on them. So a lot of people look at that. And they're like, you have to buy 200 of these before the floor goes up. And it's like, no, you actually have Delta. So every time you buy one, it goes up, right. you know, like a percent, whatever the Delta is. And right. um, it kind of moves with the floor, but collection bids are like the best thing to ever happen like if you needed something to sell instantly right mm -hmm. like i need the instant liquidity i usually take a small percent on the hit from the floor price but mm -hmm. i'm all right with it because i get to exit my position and a lot of other people are like well i you know i got it i didn't have a better price and uh, mm -hmm. there's like this inverse relationship between time and liquidity right mm -hmm. and, and and price and you mm -hmm. guys capitalized on that. You guys literally introduced what I would say is like the closest thing to TradFi into, mm -hmm. you know, this Web3 market, which we desperately needed. So kudos to you guys on that. Um, the sniper bot's insane. I love mm -hmm. it, especially on mm -hmm. new mints. Um, right. I didn't mess up on the Bodagos mint. I accidentally added in like a couple traits that I didn't want to add in. I bought way Ooh. above the floor. I was like, oh, come on, man. Like, uh. I, <laughs> like I was trying to snipe some some hellhounds and, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I ended up adding in VR goggles and like mm -hmm. inked up for some reason. And yeah, so just if you guys are watching this, like make sure your sniper bot set correctly. That's on you. But it's awesome. I got to snipe um, Pokemon trainer lilies uh, like Dang. like so far below like where they were and they started going mm -hmm. at a premium. And how mm -hmm. I realized that was a premium trait was through your terminal. 
Your terminal is amazing. Your terminal is probably one of my favorite features, especially for new mints or anything with velocity. You know, if everything's, if Mad Lad starts pumping and you start seeing like 40,000 Solana volume, you're like, oh shit, I need to get into the terminal and see, like, is there a certain trait that's selling? You know, we had a sweep on Bodago hoodies. Um, Mm -hmm. You get to see all this in the terminal. So, how did you guys come up with this? And if you guys are curious and you want to follow along, you go into the top right of sniper.xyz. You do have a little drop down menu in the tools and you can actually hit terminal. When you go into terminal, you can select the collection you want. You see everything. I mean, we're talking listings, sales, floor distribution, listing count, and the trades. You can actually see what outliers there are and you can kind of hover over it and be like, huh, what's selling? Okay, well, there's a Pepe frog that sold. There's a Superman x-ray that sold on Bodagos and a hoodie, right? Those are premium mm-hmm. trades. Maybe I should start putting my sniper bot there. How did you guys come up with this? This is like literally the best thing that happened to me since I found mm-hmm. out about Soul Sniper. Definitely. Can you guys see my screen, by the way? I tried to see if I could share a screen, but I'm not sure if you guys can. Yep. Let's go ahead see. and bring it on stage. Yep. Cool. So Terminal, um, it was really kind of like inspired by a lot of other products in the market. So there were two products that it was inspired by, um, Scalp Empire, as well as NFT Soloist, right? And we started getting a lot of users that like, requested that we have kind of this more uh, friendly interface. I think our traditional like trading terminal, which is the trading view chart. Um, this was something that I think scared a lot of users where like they said, okay, like, you know, we're a little bit like we want to trade NFTs. We want it to be fun, but this is like a little bit too intimidating for me. Uh, I, I like how, you know, like uh, NFT soloists and Scalp Empire have these like ladders listed out. And I want to trade off of these ladders. So you can still do that off of uh, our regular uh, experience. But that being said, the terminal is like specifically designed for more of that kind of high volume and like less uh, technical, less analytical experience. Um, and so the users I have to credit for this is like uh, really uh, uh, one of the biggest ones that helped us with this experience was actually FIBO. Um, he gave us tons and tons of feedback in terms of like, I think it should do this and I think it should do that. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where like, I think within our firm, like we're very, we're very focused on the traders um, and what they're interested in and what they want. Um, and so if you guys ever are using our product and like have anything for us um, in terms of how we could improve or like in terms of what you want to see, um, just let me know, DM me. Uh, jump in our Discord and kind of leave us some requests. Um, that's really where Terminal came from. It was one of those things where, you know, we didn't really, uh, like, we, we weren't trying to necessarily, like, uh, copy-paste any products or anything like that, but it was one thing that our users really, really wanted. Um, and we said, okay, like, we have to give this to you. Um, and then in terms of, like, all the different things you're able to do, right? So you're actually able to kind of have the same experience in terms of, like, buying, selling, uh, using the sniper bot all directly from the terminal as well, checking out the watch list, things like that. Um, so that's really kind of like what inspired the terminal product. And so like kind of the different features, I think this quarter we're going to be definitely giving terminal a upgrade as well. Um, so you guys will be hopefully getting an even better experience of this product. And it's amazing. And I think it's going to be like a really, when I, when we bring people up here, guys, it's, it's mainly people that, are providing value back to the ecosystem. Like you said, this is a completely free tool um, that you don't have to pay to use. Now with your sniper bot, if you aren't like listed, so if you weren't like an OG member or part of a few uh, handful of partner collections that get sniper bot for free, um, what happens? Like, you know, if if you're not listed (laughs) or anything, what's the fee like when you're using your sniper bot? Right, so I think this is where like things are like, kind of like different in terms of like where we are today and where we want to go. So I'd love to talk more about the marketplace that we've built and really what inspired our current marketplace is actually the sniper bot and the idea of limit orders. Like that's always been kind of the direction that we've been iterating in. And I think a couple of things that like changed, right. In terms of the landscape was like the reason why sniper bot had to always be a bot, right. Where we would basically, uh, generate a wallet for you in the background and programmatically use that wallet to execute trades was because for a very long time, Magic Eden, which is like the top marketplace or whatever, their um, like the access to actually uh, buy their listings. And uh, even today, some of that access is yep. still needed. 
but that was always gated by an API. And so you couldn't fully do it on chain. Um, so had, had like that not been an issue that we had to technically solve, we probably would have actually launched a fully on chain order book, like, uh, you know, six to nine months ago. Um, but then it was only recently, right. That, uh, they decided to start opening things up. So credit to them where it's due. And uh, what we're, we're kind of doing is we're taking the same inspiration in terms of how you experience the sniper bot, which is basically putting in buys at desired targets, right? So you buy at this trait, uh, you buy at this price, you buy at this rarity, um, and then basically taking that into a fully on-chain protocol. So our uh, protocol, like the underlying smart contract for the marketplace isn't another fork of auction house or it isn't another fork of some like amm smart contract it's actually fully from scratch um and it's kind of designed with the inspiration that hey we want a fully on-chain order book where it's uh buy and sell orders right so if you think about it a listing is actually kind of just a limit sell and a uh, uh a snipe is actually just a limit buy or a mm -hmm. bid right and so that's actually kind of the design of it. And so what we'll actually be doing is we'll be deprecating the sniper bot once our marketplace and the bidding functionality hits like full feature parity. So right now, right? So like if you're using the sniper bot and you simply want to say, okay, I want to snipe a Badago for seven soul, and then you fund and place the snipe, right? That's no different actually than simply going to trading Badagos. Um, one second, I don't know why my page isn't loading. Um, but basically it's the exact same thing as coming here and then placing a bid for Badagos at, you know, one and like seven soul basically. Um, so it's the exact same experience where any, uh, any listing off of any marketplace that hits this target. So at seven soul or below will automatically get scooped up by the sniper bot. Or by, and in this case, it's not a bot. It's actually a fully on-chain protocol. Um, and then, yeah, right now, all it's missing is like traits and rarities. And then uh, I think we'll be pretty aggressively trying to get those uh, features uh, this quarter. Um, and then we should be at full parity. And I think in terms of the fees that you mentioned, so it'll actually be um, cheaper in fees because right now the sniper bot, it actually places a fee on top of the marketplace execution. So current marketplace executions are about one and a half percent, right? And then we take like a 0.69% fee on top of it. Um, but once it's because it's uh, using our protocol, right? So like for completely native listings, uh, our fee actually doesn't run higher than 1%. And so that way, like, A, like by using this protocol, you're saving, uh, you know, that like you're basically like saving like half of that fee. And then the other cool thing about our protocol is that we actually return half of the fees to makers. So let's say you make a bid here and it doesn't immediately execute. So if it immediately executes, you're a taker, right? And I'm sorry, you're paying the fee. But if it doesn't immediately execute, or you can use this option called post, which forces that your bid goes into the order book. Um, what this means is that when this trade gets executed, you actually make money. You actually get this additional uh, rebate. Uh, where I think, let's see, what's the, rebate? what is it? It's like 0. 0.25 or 0. 0.4, depending yeah. on what, what, uh, marketplaces it, it's being executed on. Right. So, so our rebate is actually, uh, 0. 0.5. So it's oh. actually the, yeah. So we have the highest rebate as well. So basically by doing this, right. Uh, so the difference is our protocol, exactly the same as sniper bot, except now we don't even take fees from you. You make fees. Um, and then what's really cool as well is because. Uh, as you mentioned, we're doing this airdrop contest. We actually have way more rewards than we have um, in terms of participants. So if you literally just go and like make bids and listings, like you have like a 30% chance or something crazy of like getting airdropped a Badago, a bad pill, or also uh, today we uh, secured an airdrop for West 57th as well. Um, so those are the different collections that we're airdropping to. Oh man, I mean, and, and these are NFTs that literally go directly into your wallet just for using Sniper, you know. So I was lucky enough to earn a Bodago, yay me! Um, but rank four, right? Rank four or rank three? Yeah, I'm rank. I'm rank four. I I don't know yeah. if I'll get to rank three. Those those MFers are like clearly ahead of me. I just need to maintain four. That's my my goal. Everyone in the top ten has received an airdrop. Just that's, that's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, and like I said, it's literally NFTs just for doing something you are already going to do. So, you know, I, I think a lot of people need to realize that this is a different protocol. Like 
clubs are what we expect in like traditional markets in in crypto markets. So it's what we we see in like centralized yeah. exchanges and stuff. So basically, what you're doing is is making it much more liquid in what I would view a better way than AMMs. I, that's just me personally, and I know like a lot of some people will say AMMs more. I like this version better. The only thing I would say mm -hmm. is like since we're so fragmented on marketplaces, you know, we got Tensor, Magic Eden, and now right. Sniper with your, your club. Mm -hmm. um, is there any way that when you post a bid, does it get syndicated to the other like liquidity pool or the collection bid pools? Right. Um, right. So, Magic Eden? Yeah. Great question. And I think a couple things we're doing to kind of solve that. So like, first off, like, I think one thing we did notice is the liquidity was fragmented. And even before Sniper, we felt that it was very fragmented, right? We had like this, this, uh, you know, like one firm with like, you know, 50%, another firm with like 40%, another firm with like 10, 20%, and, and other firm, like three other firms with like one to 5%, right? Um, and what we felt was that like, we wanted to actually build that like shared liquidity layer that everybody dreams about. And so what's really cool is actually um, all like basically, uh, in the last two weeks, we've done about like 5,000 solo volume, right? Half of that volume that we've done has actually gone to the other protocols. So when you place a bid with us, it's actually executing against all of the other marketplaces as well. And what we're also doing as well, because like it's great that it automatically executes, but what you're specifically asking for is, I would love for it to be visible on the other marketplaces. Yes. So that is something that we're in talks with, but beyond that, like we are working on some mechanisms to potentially spoof those bids as well, such that those bids will still be visible um, and other people can actually accept into it. Um, so there's a lot of things, kind of, a lot of moving pieces uh, we have going on right now, but that is definitely something that we hear loud and clear. And like at the end of the day, what our protocol stands for isn't going to be about hoarding liquidity from everyone else, like what everyone else has already done. It's really going to be about sharing the liquidity and like making things a lot more interconnected. And you can see that kind of in the current results that we have in the last like two weeks. Absolutely. Dora, yeah. I know you got a question. Yeah, it's yeah, on the got, of your lips. What you got? I got a couple questions. First question is, Max, I understand, like, I love the platform, but in how your uh, platform is different from Magic Eden and Tensor, but for our audience who might be struggling with the concept of AMMs or clubs. Could you explain to them what mm -hmm. different differentiates a Sniper from using uh, from Magic Eden and Tensor? Oh, definitely a lot, ton of things, right? So I would say like a couple like key differentiators already. Like we aggregate a lot more. So very simply put, you'll get better prices on Sniper. I think we're the only firm that aggregates everyone else's bids, and we're also the only firm that aggregates all of the listings as well. Um, so if you, uh, simply, if I can maybe share my screen again, I can kind of show this off a little bit, but you can, uh, see that like we're aggregating, um, tons of different listings. So a lot of these listings include Tensor, our own Magic Eden, Hadeswap, Elixir. Um, and then in terms of bids, right, I don't think any of the other firms are aggregating each other's bids as well. Um, so you can kind of see it there. Like we, we have like the best aggregation. The other thing you'll notice as well is that uh, in terms of like pure read and write speed, uh, we're actually the fastest. Um, I think there was like a Salami Mommy video um, a few months ago. Um, and it's one of those things where, uh, you know, we're pretty confident that you'll have like a much smoother and faster experience using the product. And then I think kind of like one of the biggest differentiators we have is like in terms of just like the pure data that we put in your fingertips uh, you're able to see way more about like your own portfolio and how like your portfolio is performing as well as like how the market is performing compared to like kind of other products. So it's really kind of gives you everything you need as a trader at your fingertips. Um, oof, not pretty. Um, but it's one of those things where, um, it, it, it basically, uh, is kind of like, those are kind of our main differentiators, better prices, faster experience and also better data in terms of the difference between kind of like clogs and AMMs. I, and this is like kind of a hot take, I guess, but like, I genuinely think like most users, like don't need to understand AMMs. Like they don't even really need to understand what they are. I think AMMs, um, are good for some people. Um, and I'm not going to necessarily get into those use cases, but let's say you're new to NFTs. You don't really like, I don't really think you need to truly understand, 
uh, what it is. You just have to understand that, uh, you know, there's listings as well. And actually, we're the first ones to innovate um, in the sense of how AMMs are displayed. So before, everyone would just brick the floor with the same price. And then users would go look and they'd be like, oh, no, there's 100 listings at this floor. Right. Um, so we were yeah. the first firm to actually kind of collapse all of these uh, pools into one card. Mm -hmm. So you can come here and like basically the indicator that it's an AMM is this kind of expand. Right. And so when you click into it, what it does is it jumps the other uh, listing to the next price rather than breaking it all. And then let's say you really want to buy at 9.5 or in this case, 9.25, you can press the expand button to view all of the ones that you could currently buy at this price. Um, so in terms of like regular users, don't worry about AMMs. It's just a pool. Imagine a bunch of NFTs swimming in a pool together and that's the price. And then you can just kind of pick which one you want to buy. Um, and we display those uh, very elegantly here. And then in terms of the club, right? All you have to understand is that it's the same as a bid. It's the idea that, hey, today the price for a Bodago is nine soul. I'm not ready to buy at nine soul. I want to buy at, you know, uh, seven soul or eight soul or five soul. You can very simply place a bid here. Um, and then uh, that bid, we can kind of go over it together. You create a bid with us. It goes through. Oh. How do you guys feel about the Phantom Rebound? Um, I like I, it. You know, I'm I'm glad that you brought it up because I don't care for the logo at all. I love the logo. It wakes right. up when you go to put your password in. <laughs> well, I yeah, I think that's cool. Like you could have done that with the old logo too. But that's also um, true. Yeah. yeah, I just took off your your screen, Max. <laughs> You're able no to write in your password and stuff. So oh just, oh, is that like, why you took it? I yeah. thought we were done with the demo. Yeah. No, no, but, no, no. I was, I was just making sure like nobody saw at least oh, okay. the length of your password or anything like that. So okay. I really appreciate that. Um, it's okay. But basically the same experience, you come here, press bid, create bid. And then, uh, I actually didn't put in my password because I thought we were done, but basically you come here and then it'll kind of give you a little tick mark, um, to show that, uh, you know, your bid went through and then any kind of listing, you can come back the next day and see, oh, wow, now it automatically bought it for me. So like the way to think about it is it's just an auto buy feature. It's the same idea of like placing a limit buy uh, for a, uh, you know, stock or for a crypto um, and having being able to get it at that desired price, not the current price of the market right now. Right, exactly. Okay, so I, a couple questions for you because as somebody who uses Sniper extensively, just some observations and maybe some clarification mm -hmm. points for anybody listening or, or mm -hmm. watching or anything like that is I, I list with sniper, right? So right. if I list with sniper, which you can do now, if anybody doesn't know, you can do that with the, the claw protocol that mm -hmm. they have built with sniper. Mm -hmm. Um, so I go to list what happens is right now, and I'm sure you guys, you guys well aware of this, but mm -hmm. when I list, Mm -hmm. That listing is only visible in Sniper. It's not visible, like, if I go over to Tensor or Match Keen or anything, right? It's not visible right. there. But mm -hmm. what it does is if the collection bid moves up there, basically it executes against that. Is that correct? Exactly. That's exactly okay. correct. So it's it's a limit sell where, like, you can basically sell it for a desired price. And then any uh, bid that uh, meets that price will automatically execute as well. And uh, something we're also, uh, we're probably going to ship uh, the alpha in the next couple of days is that it will also execute cross market as well. So if a Magic Eden bid hit that price or a Tensor bid hit that price and uh, or a Hadeswap bid hit that price, boom, it's out there um, and then you get your uh, money. And I think the core idea is like we want to make the market a lot more efficient. We see kind of all of these aggregated uh, or like disaggregated protocols uh, and we want to kind of bring it together and share that liquidity so that way these uh you know marketplaces can all interact with each other i think uh there's still the outstanding question of like um are those listings going to be visible and it's kind of the same answer i had with the bids is like that's something that we have in progress uh we're going to make it happen um and i'm really excited for when that does happen because i know um that'll really like kind of uh address basically all the different points because i think right now with kind of the automated execution i think that really helps in terms of like letting traders like basically fill as fast as possible sometimes even faster than if those listings or if those bids were visible um, but definitely kind of like addressing it all um and having like no other reason uh to like go do anything else uh that's on the top of my agenda absolutely so 
like in its current state right now, because mm-hmm. I know you guys are working on this. You guys aren't dumb. That's why you guys are gigabrains and always ahead of the curve, in my opinion. But when it comes to this, like, for instance, I have a very rare doggo, right? Like me listing him at, at 69.69 soul because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm very DJ like that. Um, I it, It's not going to do anything for me, really, in essence, unless people are shopping on Sniper right now. Right. Eventually, what's going to happen is those listings will hopefully be syndicated across all, you know, like, you know, all the other fragmented marketplaces that we're seeing. And then there's there's literally no reason for me uh, right. to personally list anywhere else because you're yeah. you're optimizing liquidity, in my opinion. Yeah, so and that's I think that's what I'm most excited for, because right yeah. now what like the best way to use Sniper for listing <laughs> is really against like your floors. Right. Like what right. you know, you're, you're listing for the floor. And I don't have to worry about it because if collection bids go over where right. my where I'm listed at, you automatically right. execute it, right? And so the, I think Definitely. that's like the exciting part is I don't have to stare at my charts all the time. Exactly. The collection bids already hitting it, and you guys aggregate collection bids. We're executing yeah, against awesome, that. I man. go out and yeah. and you know go to the beach or whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. Problem is, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a collector and I do have some rares, and right. I'm I'm king mid rare himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's I have so a lot of this too. Yeah, it's especially yeah. with the doggos. I, I don't know. I just I, I love the collection yeah. itself. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, once you guys start implementing the trait sniper and the rarity sniper, like within mm-hmm. the, the club protocol, I, right. I think that's where everything just starts, you know, executing at a, a really fine level. And then obviously yeah. syndicating the listings across the marketplaces. That's what I get excited for. Like, I'm like, yes, yeah, I see the writing on the wall. Let's go. This is why I'm right. doing it now so I can get familiar with it and, you know, be ahead of the curve and that's why we definitely definitely and we really appreciate you listing on our protocol and then the other thing i i do want to mention right is like let's say you want to just like list and like you know it's not a floor and so you don't expect it to be picked up um you can like a couple options we have for you is like a you can actually use our uh website so sniper.xyz and you can actually list on any marketplace you can delist on any marketplace so you can actually list on magic eaton list on tensor list on hyperspace as well um so like you know we're very kind of like you know marketplace agnostic like we're not gonna say hey you have to be a hundred percent loyal to us or some shit like that we're not we're not like that crazy ex-girlfriend um we think about it more as like you know like list on whatever's gonna get you the best deal we really want to support traders and then i think the uh other point is that uh the more listings you have we'll still give you points for those listings, even if they don't sell. So uh, we'll definitely give you those points and like you have a better chance of winning an airdrop. So that's also some incentive to kind of list on us and kind of help us grow our protocol together. Absolutely. It's so- in- it's incentivizing to critical mass is what I call it. And, you know, trying to tackle it that way versus fighting for a smaller slice of pie. So I think this is always the, the best way to grow, the best way to grow a platform. Um, you know, it, it's why I thought Tensor was so brilliant in their, their strategy is because they were just like you guys, like going for aggregation. And they're like, we're not trying to fragment liquidity as much. And then you guys, to, to me, again, are doing it at a protocol level. And I think that's what that's why I'm like, that's what separates it. That's why this is right. exciting, in my opinion. So, yeah, no, seriously, I I appreciate it. I know. I'm sure, Dor, do you have any questions or comments or concerns or anything? I do have a question. It's not directly related to the protocol, but um, a lot of people, I, a lot of people continue to use Magic Eaton because of its simplicity. So uh, are you going to incorporate some way to make it a little bit more accessible to traders who might not be, you know, as advanced? Are you going to come out with some type of content to try to help, uh, ease the barrier of entry into using uh, your club. Definitely. I'd love to uh, share my screen. Um, And then, so we have this collector mode. Um, So it's very, you know, very simple. Uh, Mm -hmm. You want to see the big pretty JPEGs and that's all you care about. That's it. We got you. Um, So this toggles just right down here, whether you want to collect or you want to trade. And then you can kind of just like, you know, take your time browse which doggo you like the best i have a listing here i think this one looks quite good um and i think it's one of those things where we definitely uh we care a lot about the consumer experience i think it's one of those things where um i would say we have you know a very very strong ux and we're going to continue to iterate on that to make it even more simple uh, more clean um and kind of start building also some like 
very collector specific features um, that they can really uh, enjoy. So I think it's something that we definitely want to target as well. Right now, the default is still trader mode. So if yep. you go to Sniper, right, the default is with the chart, with the live feed, with the um, order book. So it may be a little bit scary, um, but something that, you know, we definitely want to like prioritize is like perhaps also like kind of simplifying the experience just so when you land, you get kind of the nice clean interface and not so much the kind of scary chart. Um, we really yep. find that's kind of one of the big differences is that like they get scared by it and we totally understand. Uh, and we're working on making it even cleaner for you guys. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks Max. No, and I, I think that's another, so where we're at in the market is like the only people who are still left are just like, I would say it's skewed more towards the pro traders or yeah. the, the traders yeah. in general. Like we've been here for a while. We understand what mm -hmm. order books are and, and what trading view looks like and everything in between. I, I mm -hmm. think it'd be really interesting is like when we start seeing a, a massive ramp up in, in new wallets, cause it will happen, you know, like yeah. is built for it, especially with fire dancer. Like it's pretty much here. I think it's imminent. I, do we know if it's been, I don't think it's been released yet, but I, I see so much talk about jump. They're here. Like they're, they're ready to start launching it, um, which is super exciting. But once that happens, I think that's when we see a, a storm of liquidity come in for Solana. That's when I think it may be useful. And it's, it's a book I used to like, preach is uh it's called nudge by richard thaler and basically mm -hmm. you know it's it's like the simple little things where when we start seeing new liquidity come into the market maybe it's beneficial for you guys to switch it to where collect it, their collector mode is actually the default because then right. we're nudging it you know like the pro traders are always going to be like what happened to my charts but yeah. they'll be the ones who also you go look explore. to find the charts they will know yeah. where to find well, it. The or... new person has just come in and be like, yeah, I'm not using this. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, scared. I, I, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's like right now, this is totally fine. I would much rather mm -hmm. default to that or, you know, even mm -hmm. have a selection, you know, based off wallet because you, you guys have done that. You guys have been doing that for forever. It's like, hey, based on your wallet, here's your preferences and stuff, mm -hmm. um, right. you know, being able to set that. But I think there will come a point in time. I don't think it's right now. I think trading view, you know, the pro trader view is is definitely the way to go. Yeah. But mm -hmm. when we start seeing new liquidity come in, we start seeing buyers ramp up to like 10,000 plus. That's probably mm -hmm. when we're like, okay, we might want to nudge that over into collector default and, right. you know, that start doing something like that. But right now, look, it's, it's not a newbie time. I think it no. should be a newbie time. Like this is the best. It sold 20 bucks. It's not 200 plus bucks, mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. um, you know, they aren't going to come in until they start seeing everything, you know, gigas and they're like, oh, I can make money doing this and yes, um, all that good you stuff. Know, you but, can make a bunch of money in the bear market too. Like, yeah, I mean, this is what I'm saying is like, I, I just love the the layout of, of Soul Sniper mm -hmm. or Sniper now. Um, and just looking at over everything, the fact that I can also chart against USD is mm -hmm. incredibly valuable to me as well. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people don't look at USD charts as much as they should, sure. in my opinion, but sure. Um, yeah, you can actually glean a lot more info that way as well. All you have to do is go into that top left corner where you see soul and actually just drop it down to USD. But I don't know, like this to me, it just feels like the most up-to-date syndicated in the protocol level two is, is just where you guys are going. So hats off to you guys. I know you guys have been building this for like the longest time, like the mm -hmm. longest time. So mm -hmm. you guys actually executing on it and then, you know, knowing what you need to do as far as your checklist goes is just really impressive for your guys's foresight because you guys have always been ahead of the market yeah I, I think for us like we've always been uh focused on innovating really hard um i think that's kind of like you know the engineering in our team like our team is mostly only engineers um i think only uh mommy is a full-time non-engineer but everyone else is an engineer and like i think for us like that's kind of the most important thing is yeah. like, how can we innovate harder? How can we make it better? How can we make the market more efficient? Um, and like make kind of the, like, it's not about like the way I think about it is like, you know, AMMs are very much a copy of like what was existing on like Ethereum. And it's not about copying what, you know, exists like somewhere else where, you know, the technology is, uh, you know, they have a ton of TBL, but it's just sitting there. It's not doing anything mm -hmm. uh, versus kind of what we want to accomplish. We we think is unique to Solana. Uh, it's going to be unique to, you know, a fast chain like Solana. And it's unique to kind of the uh, traders that are on Solana where we think that we can really make things better uh, in a 
in a big way that's not just like a 1.5 x experience where we just made the ui a little bit prettier we really think that uh kind of taking uh things to the protocol level we can really grow things 10 to 100 x absolutely no and i think you guys will too and like this is this is what i think we're always trying to build towards especially you know I, after hearing jump uh talk about you know their their theorization on you know time and uh price and everything like that i i think this protocol level of liquidity is exactly what we need in this market that we can just everything's much more automated like this is a place that is built to be automated and for exactly. the people who still want to collect like mm -hmm. you do that you still aggregate everything you, you right. show what listings are and everything like that so you're appealing to both sides and i think that's exactly what we need in this market that's why right. I it, it doesn't even really change anything for collectors right because a lot of it is just happening at the protocol level yeah. and i think if anything it makes the life of collectors even better because now it's not about these illiquid jpegs now you can just get out of your position yeah. everywhere um so i think it's one of those things where uh we're really excited about the future of nfts we're here to stay on solana i know we dropped soul from the name and a lot of people uh, think we're going multi-chain, but you know we're very bullish. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a Solana shirt today, <laughs> um, and so you know we're here to stay. We're here to make things better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, dude, Max, that, Joe, I know you're always quiet in the interviews, mainly because he it just sitting back in the cut, and we can't see his face, so I don't know if there's like a, a question on the tip of his tongue. But Joe, you got anything for us? You have any questions, comments, concerns? No, all I got to give is uh, some flowers, man. You guys have, you know, done it out of the mud for your, you know, for the community and, and basically for like the ethos of like what self-sovereignty is. It's basically like having the best tools for you to maximize your assets that you're holding. And for that, it's just really cool on a human level. Um, and then from like a trader standpoint, I've made a lot of money being able to actually trade against different pairs on my assets, like my D gods with USD value. And I'm very much, that's how I trade. I like to go from asset to asset and uh, trade between pairs. So just being able to have that, you know, availability there is amazing. And see you guys like continuing to basically adapt and, and perform different uh, things that are needed with uh, ongoing product um, is, is pretty awesome too. So yeah, I never, I've never had the pleasure to meet you, Maz. So yeah, man, this is awesome. And, uh, Big ups to you guys. I love your product and I use it daily. I'm a featured trader on there because I do use it daily and I have forever. So just wanted to throw some flowers your way, homie. Definitely. Uh, and we should connect after this. Uh, I really appreciate you guys having us on. I think you guys are all featured traders on the homepage. Yeah. Um, so if you'd like to be a Let's featured go. trader on our homepage, hit us up. Uh, we love the traders. That's, that's what we're here for. Uh, that's how we started. Um, and we're going to keep building the best products for traders. That's really how it's going to go. Yeah, absolutely. I know. Soul I is did. ripping, guys. Soul is oh. ripping. Soul oh is ripping, baby. Um, Pops an order block and let's go. I need to pull some bids then. Um, anyways, yeah, no. So, okay. Uh, the only thing I get sad about with the future trader is I, I still miss my punk helm from time to time and it's still on there. And I'm like, man, those are good times. But I, I love my spectral gorilla, Mr. Sheriff himself. Um, dude, thank you so much, Max. Uh, the last thing before we sign off and Max, we'll stay around uh, offline once we, yeah. we go off. But um, mm -hmm. two things for the market that I didn't cover. One mm -hmm. is slime. So if you guys don't know, um, Scum is having his basically he's doing a different mechanism. What he's doing is you can buy racks. So if you go to slimes.xyz, scroll down, you can actually buy. Basically, it's an open edition. And what he's using this as is a raffle ticket and after the raffle you can actually use them for merch with his stuff this stuff is sick too this stuff looks like super high quality merch i really want that corduroy hat um i'll share my screen real quick just so everybody can Please. see but um yeah this stuff is sick dude i'm i'm like uh i'm a big fan of well, man, let me go ahead and share this real quick um you can actually see some of the stuff so he has a crew neck skull face tee um culture builder pack and then a, the corduroy dad hat and this stuff dude i want the i want the dad hat so bad i want it that thing is sick um and all of it says like all in time except for um the skull face t and then uh even the culture builder pack is a little bit different so yeah that's super interesting if you guys want in it's 0.5 soul per rack and each one is a raffle ticket and then you can actually use it as a currency which i think is super interesting 
Um, just another way we're innovating. And the last thing I want to talk about is Migos. They revealed their art. Um, I think it's super approachable art. I love it. I actually think it's really cute. If you guys haven't seen the trailer, super interesting as well. Like, I think it's a really high quality tra trailer. If you go to the reveal site, um, you can actually see like a bunch of, um, let me go ahead and hide this. You can actually see some of the stuff when it loads up. Um, you can select what you want. We are definitely going to get demonetized if I shared that with sound. Um, that sucks. But nonetheless, you can actually like select what uh, mood you want. And I love the art. I love it. So I think I kind of want to go for Migos, but I'm just scared in this market because we just saw mm -hmm. three events, um, two of which are like Bodago's still doing fine. It's just, it, it, yeah, it it came out the gates hot and then, you know, cooled down from there. Barrels is doing barrel things. I think it's going to yeah. be stable. And then Bad Environment, I just think there's misinformation. So I think Migos is a super interesting play. I'm really curious about it. I think the art's sick. Um, I think it'll be a good PFP for a lot of people, but that about does it for us. Do you guys have any questions, comments on that? No, Max, thanks for uh, joining us today. And everybody, thanks for tuning in for another episode. Yeah, uh, dude, appreciate your time, Max. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Rare Fud Radio. We are on every Monday, or <laughs> Tuesday, Thursday. We're not on Mondays. No, yeah, Mondays yeah. are our recovery time. Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with episodes uploaded to Apple and Spotify moments after the episode finishes. That about does it for us. We'll see you on the next episode of Rare Fud Radio. Have a wonderful day. Peace.